Thank you for listening to the Golden Hour Drip podcast with me, Logan Lee Miller. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to the Golden Hour Drip podcast. I'm your host, Logan Lee Miller. Thank you so much for subscribing to the podcast and and sending the support. I appreciate it so much. Okay, I'm giving it to you fast on this fast Friday. We're talking about clarity. Okay, so recently I have become super, super unclear. I have been really conflicted. I have been struggling to say the least the last three weeks. I have been off schedule. I have been off my routine. I have been really struggling with which direction I should go. And so much so that I had a meltdown. I had a little bit of a meltdown and meltdowns when let's talk about it. Okay. When you are fully, you know, to the point of tears where you are crying, where you are experiencing a little bit of anxiety or sorrow, madness, nervousness, all of those emotions can be so overwhelming they can be suffocating at times. It can feel like your pot of water is about to boil over. And when it gets to that boiling point or that breaking point, if you will, but I don't like using breaking point because you're not really broken. It's just a feeling. It will pass. Like You're not going to feel this way forever. So I like to use boiling point because... You boil over, you turn off the heat, and you go back to normal, right? Like you might lose a little bit of water along the way, but you're not broken. So I like to use the term boiling over. So when you're to this point and you're in tears, this is not a bad thing. Sometimes I think that I personally view crying as a weakness. I don't like... I don't like it when people see me cry. I don't like allowing someone to have that access to me. It's a very private uh, situation when I'm crying usually, right? Sometimes it's public, um, but you don't want everyone to see you cry. You don't want everyone to see that something has gotten under your skin that you are boiling over, right? So although we don't want people to see it, it's not a bad thing. And when you are releasing those emotions, it can be so healing and therapeutic for your body, but it also scientifically will reset the calibration in your body. Crying sets off a chemical reaction in your body so that you can come back to center. And Although I don't like crying in public where people are around me and can see me or maybe my arch nemesis <laughs> sees me cry, like I, I, I don't like that, but I don't think that we should think that crying is bad or when we get to that boiling point, maybe when you're frustrated, you don't cry. Maybe you get so angry and just pissed and you yell 
that's also another expression of emotion. And it's not better to do one thing over another. It's not better to, you know, cry. It's not better to get angry. It's not better to isolate yourself. Like these are all expressions of our emotions. And I honestly was to my boiling point. And when I get upset, I cry. And usually I cannot express my words. It's very hard for me to breathe. I, <laughs> instead of just like breathing through it, I try to hold my breath. It's it's not like a good tactic, but instantly that's what my body does. It tries to not suck in air <laughs> um, because I, I feel like it's embarrassing for me to be choking because I cannot breathe. And so I just try to hold my breath so that like things settle. It never settles. I usually have to go, <gasps> you know, <laughs> but um, I, I was sobbing and I felt so conflicted. I felt lost. I felt like I wasn't able to find my way out. Um, if you know about like surfers, they are taught like if a wave catches them under to like find the surface, I felt like I was underneath a wave and I could not find top. I could not find bottom. I could not find top. I, I did not know which way to swim. I did not know what to do. I just felt so frozen, frozen and I felt just honestly confused. And I think that we will come to these points in our life, um, these different paths that we can take. Um, and sometimes there's more than two paths. Sometimes there's three or four. If you are trying to figure out what you're going to be doing with your personal and professional life, you have to make choices. And I love the book, um, The Defining Decade, because she helps navigating through these terrible 20s, right? And it doesn't matter if you're not in your 20s yet or you've passed your 20s. I think we can experience this sort of uncertainty at any point in our lives. Um, and it's a turning point. This is the perfect teaching opportunity to get clear for yourself. And this, instead of feeling bad that I cried, feeling bad that I sobbed <laughs> for an hour uncontrollably, um, that I had to rely on my support system um, to listen to me cry, that I had to, you know, separate myself from certain situations. It's a perfect teaching moment to get clear because when we have these moments of pain, we usually don't want to feel that pain again, right? And pain can be a powerful motivator to make a decision, to get clarity on the situation, and to make a choice. And I had to make a choice. It had gotten to the point where there was no waiting. I had to make a choice with myself. 
I needed to reevaluate my goals and my uh, my morals where, where I stood, you know, if I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. Um, I'm not going to lie. I, I'm going to be truthful, um, with my ideas and, and who I am and, and what I'm feeling, what I'm thinking, right? Like those are all my morals. Like I'm always going to be truthful. I am always going to just try to convey what I'm feeling. I'm not going to lie. I am not going to um, stray from my character, right? Like I am going to be true to myself, even if it comes out not pretty, even if it is downright ugly, right? Like my crying face is not that cute, all right? This whole whole face scratches up. It's not cute. Um, no, I don't think any of us have a very cute crying face, right? We like to think that we're cute crying, but normally not. So you can either feel shameful around the expression of your emotion. Um, you can avoid having that expression of emotion. I know personally for myself for the last three weeks, I had been kind of tapping it down, right? Like, don't worry about that right now. Or now's not the time. Or you're not ready for that. Um, you, It's better to just avoid it instead of like taking it head on. Those are all the lies that I was telling myself. <laughs> Those are all the, um, the, the, that was the story I was telling myself, the procrastination. And when you procrastinate, finding clarity or finding direction, it makes you feel like crap. Oh my gosh, you're you're waiting around for it to happen. You're waiting around for you to do it. Um, and it's making you stay in that pain longer or that uncertainty. And deep down, you might not know what to do. And you might have to choose a direction and not fully know 100% if that is the direction for you or not. You might choose a road and start going down that road and feel like, oh my gosh, did I did I pick the right road? And that is completely okay. You are not going to feel 100% certain. If you feel 100% certain, you're too late. You've missed the growth opportunity. Because when we get uncomfortable, when we <laughs> embrace the uncertainty, when we allow ourselves to have just a little bit of doubt and a whole lot of courage, then we can step out and we can get it accomplished. We can make a decision. We can find that clarity. We can at least choose because it doesn't matter which path you take. It's going to end up at the right spot because everything happens for a reason and you might be put on a path to go a certain direction just so that path can split off again and, and maybe lead towards the original path, the other path that you were supposed to go on. But the road or the path that you took was an important piece of the journey because then you were able to get skills, experiences, maybe a network that you wouldn't have got if you just would have taken the shortcut or the other road. The journey is just as important as when you get to the top of the mountain. Picking up these important pieces of knowledge, 
an experience and opportunity is what is so important because it would I mean it would be totally nice if God just gave you everything you wanted and you were just granted it but it wouldn't mean as much right like it wouldn't mean as much if we just got everything we could ever wish for it's when you work for it when it actually means something when it actually brings full understanding of the situation believe me I know that the waiting process sucks and feeling like you are not getting what everybody else is getting also sucks. But we have to be in these moments of patience so that when the time comes right and the thing that is meant for us is ready, because sometimes we might be veered off the path or have to go a different route to give time for everything else to get ready. Because I don't know if you know this, but just because you're the main character of your life doesn't mean that all of your side characters, your mom, your dad, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your best friend, your teacher, they all got lives too. And they might be procrastinating like I did for the last three weeks and they might not be in the point of their life to connect with you at the path so you might have to take the long route so everything is put in place and is ready for you so whenever I am feeling especially this past week I was feeling really conflicted I was feeling really uncertain I had a good cry I hopped in the shower and I had a nice steamy shower where I was able to relax, cry some more, um, not worry about anything, just really, really soak in the water. And I journaled. I wrote down everything that I was feeling. And when you get it down on paper, oh my gosh, it doesn't seem so hard. It doesn't seem like so much. Because even if you fill up four pages, uh, 10 pages in your journal, it's just 10 pages in comparison to 100 pages. If you're writing 100 pages in like one sitting, um, I think you might be too focused on the problem instead of a solution. So try looking for the solution if you're writing 100 pages, right? (laughs) But it's just that little bit. Just like kindergartners, they say, oh, like I want to be an astronaut. Oh, that's a really hard thing to do. How are you going to do it? And she's like, well, I'm going to go to school. I'm going to study really hard. I'm going to take a test. I'll be an astronaut. That's four things. It's simplified. You get clarity. You can pinpoint your uh, (laughs) routines or the things that come up or, oh, I really like this. I really like this. Analyze it. Take inventory of what you wrote down. Figure out what you really want. Even if you don't know what you really want, you might not know right now, but when you go back to review those pages, then it's going to click for you. Then you're going to know, oh, now I know why it took me so long to get here. Now I know why I had to wait. Now I know why everything had to come into alignment so then I was able to gain clarity and get what I want and be where I want to be. So thank you 
for being honest with yourself, for honoring your emotions, whatever it might be, and for listening to today's episode. Thank you. (laughs) And I really appreciate you hanging out with me. Send this to a friend who might be struggling with something and needs a little clarity themselves. So until next time, bye.